Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. The only show that wonders, Deb, would Placebo Jones be the sequel or prequel to Osmosis Jones, where nothing happens? Well, considering how fucking awful Osmosis Jones was, and the fact that the studio actually made them cut out giant portions of what they wanted to, story-wise, which is what made it so fucking stupid... I really don't know. How much is it going to be edited or quote-unquote operated on? Well, I didn't expect you to have such an opinion on Osmosis Jones. I don't. I'm just saying there's a Early reason on, why it sucks so hard. I made. <laughs> like I said, there's a reason why it sucks so hard. Um, speaking of suck so hard, uh, something that did suck so hard this week, uh, or rather last week at time of recording, uh, Burt Reynolds passed away. I was actually really surprised. Uh, I mean, he was in his early 80s. But, I mean, he was still working. Oh, yeah. He's been on Archer. He was probably working on... They're probably going to reboot um, Cannonball Run, the way they rebooted I Longest loved, Yard. I loved Cannonball Run so well, much was, when I was younger, because it was one of those Sunday morning movies on one of the free channels. Well, that Cannibal was... Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2. It was, it was on Channel 2. I know that for a fact. Well, I wasn't going to say that, because we'll expose the fact that we live in Colorado. Nah, it's fine. Um... It's been exposed. Um, we have exposed ourselves frequently on the show. I'm wearing um, very modest clothing right now. Jesus. Uh, but no, I mean, being that we grew up in the heyday of VHS, um, Cannonball Run and Smoking the Bandit were huge influences um, in terms of comedy. It's so weird comedy. to see Sally Field on Smoking the Bandit. Huh? It's so weird to see Sally Fields in Smoking the Bandit. It's... Because she's... It's just... Well, she's... Forrest Gump's mom? No, it's just one of those Aunt things May? that... It just seems a little out of character, because you and I didn't see her until much later, where she had, you know, her Oscar-winning roles. Yeah. yeah, more dramatic roles, as opposed to her coming up in these, like, kind of slapstick comedies. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Don DeLuise, Jesus Christ. Mm. Talked about a... You know how I always think of Don DeLuise, and it's terrible? The crow in Rats of Nim? No, he was one that of the voices in All Dogs Go to Heaven. And he totally did a voice, I was going to say a VHS voice in introduction to that movie. Did he really? Yeah. It's been a while, it's the second time today that All Dogs Go to Heaven has been brought up to me. It's, so. it's not great, but it is good. Okay. I'm not going to go back and watch it. Don't. Keep living your life. Um, a couple weeks ago, before our NDK recap episode, Deb, you and I got into... A bit of a, a fevered argument about... Like you won this one, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you winning is not the right word. You understand why I have the problem with the names, but I'm not wrong. Because all Asian directors look alike to her. Um, it's like a dick, duck. It's like a really, really small, unsatisfying dick. Obviously, I'm only bringing this up in terms of a correction department. Think if I may pull from Doug Benson. Um, obviously, one of us got confused uh, between, between John Woo and Ang Lee. You can understand, especially given the time period that that happened, why it would confuse it. Also, the weird part is, I I confused it as well when I went to like look up the filmography. Like, I... Ugh. So, that falls on us, folks. But speaking of two people that cannot be confused for each other, we're going to talk about the Cloak and Dagger finale, or Cloak and Dagger season one. Mm. This is something... 
You haven't watched. Um, I was a little twitchy about, and I think I brought this up before, that it was on what I used to be... I watched the extended trailer, which was the extended preview, where they had basically their first meeting at that outdoors party, and I wasn't interested. My thing was that I thought it was going to be more G-rated than it was. It's on uh, Freeform, which is what ABC Family used to be, and I was a little worried about that. It's I... the same channel that did Pretty Little Liars. Is it really? Yes. I don't know why you're mad at me about that. Because one of them was super G-rated, and now I'm supposed to expect something else from Cloak and Dagger. I have never watched Pretty Little Liars. I was loved by tweens everywhere. Well, that's why I didn't watch it, Deb. Um, I think this was not aimed at tweens. It I wasn't, think... but they didn't promote it correctly. No, I, I agree with that. Um, and I think it does... And like I said, we both watched that preview. The, the more the more as it progressed closer and closer to a very hard PG-13. Should um, they have fucking gone full-on Deadpool with it? They no. should have. No, no, I'm talking about the way it was promoted. They should have absolutely centered on an older crowd while they were promoting it, but they yes, didn't. Yes, that I agree. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised as it progressed. Um, in, in the first probably three episodes, which is within our five-episode rule, um, by how much it quote-unquote matured um, in terms of content. I was very impressed by it, and I kept watching it. Um, it's been renewed. Yeah. No, I know. They've already released the uh, second season poster, which we will talk about. Um, now, having not read a lot of Cloak and Dagger in the 80s, um, they were characters of the 80s. Yes, they were originally appeared in Spider-Man. I'm, but some of our audience might not, Deb. Um... Dagger has light-based powers, uh, Cloak has, like, dark-based powers, teleportation, he accesses, I think it's called the Dark Forest, which is a reoccurring thing in Marvel. Um, Obviously he's a member of the dark side. Nope, that's DC. That was funny and you know it. Um, I was a little twitchy about how they are going to make her light daggers look. Um, it turned out really well, actually. Um, and the fact that she almost gets raped in, I believe, the second episode, that kind of showed me where it was going to go in terms of how push comes to shove gritty okay. um, it that was Okay, that was one be. of the issues I had, is the push comes to shove gritty, yet they still keep both of their characters incredibly clean and polished appearance-wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, no, like I said, do I believe they're going to get gritty and they're going to get, get deep? Fuck no, because of how your characters look. Well, they do, Deb, regardless. Um, Except their skin is still incredibly clean and their hair is still fucking styled. Those mean styled. the content doesn't get dark, Deb. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You can argue let's me look, about no, you can, you can argue me about how Tide Pod fresh they dirty. look. But let's look at how dirty all the characters in Walking Dead get. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Let's well, look I at mean, the characters in yeah, fucking Yeah, but like the people Game in Cloak and Dagger can go home and take a shower, which happens repeatedly. I mean, they do literally clean themselves. But they should still have wounds. No, they do have wounds. They, mm. they, they do continue their wounds. Yep, nope. That is actually a plot point near the end. It is. It is. It is. Watch it and tell me I'm wrong. And also, I just... Can't. Um, I think the styling was badly done. I think this... It was a bad choice. I think the styling... No, I, no, I, I disagree. I, not the actual clothing styling. But the fact that they keep polishing their appearances. No, they do get because progressively... Because they keep polishing their appearances and... What do you mean by polishing their appearances? 
They keep making them look super fucking put together and polished, despite the fact that they're breaking down. No, and, and there's, there is this fucking... actual specific episode near the end that does talk to that. Um, but two people aren't going to do the same thing in that situation. You mean one take a shower and the other one not? I meant the fact that they both apparently seem to think that they need to keep themselves polished, despite the fact they're both dealing with very different emotional Well, issues. I think when you watch it, you realize that the characters realize they need to put on a veneer of something Maybe a veneer of normal or a veneer of not dirty would be better than a veneer of polished model. Polished. Model. Model? Like both of them, just a little bit too. Too pretty? Well, I mean, that's kind of Dagger's thing. I mean, she's supposed to be... Yes, but she's not the only one who's, you know, keeping up the appearance a little bit too much. Okay. Um... My thing is that they brought in a new aspect to their origin, which I... I accept it makes sense, um, but has never been in the comics, which is that they're, they are a divine pairing, and that has happened every two or three generations, or, or every generation there's well, like I mean, a divine, divine pairing. pairing is not a weird concept for comics or for movies. Or no, for especially books. when you have literally a light and dark character, like you're going to have that. Exactly. Um, but like I said, it, it wasn't in the comics to begin with, so to me it seemed like a kind of a weird choice. It made sense. No, it just... Do you think they should jump into that now? Or do they have other things they need uh, to work it on got, first? It got... They kind of dodged it for the first half of the season. And then as it got closer to them stopping this cataclysmic... Well, in, in New Orleans, cataclysmic, yet another cataclysm. They, they do talk about uh, the hurricanes and all that. And the flooding. Um, you know, in Buffy, they also talk about the fact that, you know, she knows the multiple for the word apocalypse. Apocalypse. Like I said, maybe they should get their shit together before season two. Uh, I am excited for season two. They've already teased on the poster Mayhem, who is a character that, once again, I'm not super familiar with, but because I don't, I, I don't read a lot of stuff with Cloak okay, and Dagger. Well, let me ask you a question when it comes to Mayhem. How excited were we for Grodd? Very. How did they handle that? Half-assed. Um, I... And yet they keep bringing him back in half-assed ways. Well, I... Bring in a villain that we really want to see, but you need to I handle it and build well, the characters I, once again, don't, I um, don't agree with that. I mean, I think I think they overreached with Grodd, um, and I agree with you there. I think they overreached. The fact that any episode with Grodd doubles their budget means he needs to be sparingly, that. and he needs to, like... Do but three bottle episodes and then have a great Grodd episode. They pushed him so hard. Well, and the, we were so excited but for Grodd. I know, and he is such one of the quintessential Flash villains. But um, they can't afford him. No, and it sucks, and I agree with you that the, he should be used sparingly because of that. Um, I get that you can't afford him, but quit pushing it so fucking hard. I think if they would have teased him, teased him, teased him for the first season and maybe not when gotten we to him. the first shot with and the cage and with Grodd. Both with the you, name. Yeah, and the, you and I lost it. I think if they would have even had like his voice in um, Clancy Brown was the the like, government director or military I director. So, yeah. No, I think so. I could be wrong, but I think no, so. I, I think we're right. Um, even if you would have 
just had him controlling people. You never see him for the first season. And wait for it to be a hit so you can ask for the budget to do Grodd right, I think would have been great. Yeah, some people might have said blue balls on that one. Considering but how, I think the payoff well, been how better. well Flash was received. They would have gotten it. And But Grodd was in, was Grodd in season one? I think it was season two. Oh, wow. So actually my whole thing fucking falls but apart. But still, there. like I said, they pushed it so hard. Well, and they yeah, ran but you're going so to because he's like said, one of the biggest. I like mean, I said, but then they ran it so, like I said, then they ran it so quick, and they keep you know giving us these snaps of him again. Yeah, I and I get it. You can't afford him, but stop fucking teasing my dick. So what is what is your point in asking me about that and mayhem? Do you really think they're going to be able to bring him in like they should, or are they just going to keep well, teasing Well, mayhem's a lady. Dick? Sorry, I, a lady. I, I meant the character, but yes. Well, they've already... Um, she's not super special effects-y. Um, you've already... S- by the end of the, f- this, the first season finale teaser... Let me rephrase that. Kind of the, the post-credit on the first season, because it's Marvel. Um, teases Mayhem. She is more in terms of effects, it's going to be a lot easier practically than CGI. Okay, but... So I don't... And she's... I wouldn't call her like a ground-level villain. Um, Which we love. She's kind of... She's kind of a... We love the ground in ter- levels in, 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 in Yes, but in terms of like effects, in terms of being able to afford her, um, one, ABC owned by Disney, they have the money. Two... ABC's fucking stingy as fucking you know it. And two, she's maybe on like... In terms of effects, she's kind of on a lesser meta-human level. Like, she has... I think she emits, like, spores or so something. So, if she's on a lesser level, in terms is she of, going in terms to be interesting effects, enough to run the whole season? I th- or are they just going to do I it I think very so. Quick? In terms of who is... Well, the, okay. So, basically on the season finale, the cop that's been helping um, Cloak, whose real name escapes me, Tyrone something or other... Um, ends up getting shot off a pier, um, being exposed to this gas that's kind of kind of been a, a, a MacGuffin for um, Maybe he's Dagger's an part of the story. No, no, no. It's, I've it's, been talking it's about not the as, fucking shitty not, name. It's, yes. I know. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think they ever named the gas. It doesn't really matter. Um, and she's exposed to it, and at the time of her apparent death, and she comes back as mayhem, and she has these. You know, I researched the character, but this was like a month ago I mean, when we is, were going to talk about this it. Seems kind of like an Ant Man Wasp situation. What do you mean? Who's their villain? The ghost. Why is she such an asshole? Because she got stuck in a really shitty situation. No, that, that doesn't change her biologically. No. And now she needs to find something else to no, fix her. No, the, the the woman playing Mayhem is an established character from the first episode. Um, this isn't. But like I said, she's in a bad situation that affects her physically, and now she needs to find something else to fix herself. No, I don't think she's going to want to fix herself. I think this is going to come into um, playing to trust issues. I think that they're going to trust her as the character. They used to know, but she is Mayhem, which I don't think will be revealed to Cloak and Dagger till much later. And I think, I think in terms of having a central bad guy is going to work a lot better because the first season was very scattered in terms of antagonists. Well, I mean, you kind of have to think about Angel. The first season was him as a detective doing the week-to-week monster. After that, they actually built the overall arcs. 
Right. Then you have the um, Wolfram and Hart. Yeah, but I mean that that dies pretty soon. But yes, you do have Wolfram no, and Hart. No, they're a running thing for. But no, but several. I mean it's the same thing with Buffy. You know what the villain in her first season was was fucking the master, and they kill him pretty fucking quick. Fruit punch face. Exactly. I love that show. But like I said, it's one of those where yeah, you get one season to kind of get your shit together. And and yeah, you probably get the sophomore season, but you need to go full Parks and Rec and get your third season fucking together. Fair enough. Well, I liked Cloak and Dagger. I'll be perfectly honest. Mm. Um, with our five-episode rule, I'm no, glad... No, I'll I'm go glad. and try today, but I have two other well, things no I need to do. Well, no watch I, it today, Deb. Like I said, I have two other things that I need to do, and I sure. don't fucking want to. Should we talk about one of them? Uh, yes. Iron Fist Season 2. Oh, we're jumping to that. Well, I have zero fucking motivation to watch it. Well, uh, I'm about a third through it. Um, it's a short. It's a short season no, for Netflix show. Spoil anything? I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, what I'm, what, what I'm going to say. It's a short season because everybody fucking hates Iron Fist. There were, to be modest about it, uh, to understate it, there were a lot of problems with the first season. We're not going to get into them. Um, in that. We're not going to break it down and what was wrong, because there was a lot wrong. Now, are we going to talk about the things that were wrong with it that they have corrected in Season 2? Well, we could yes. also have to talk about the Defenders, but yes. Well, I think with all the problems with Iron Fist, they knew they, knew they needed to very quickly course-correct with the character. Because he sucked. He was he was shallow. No, there were so many other characters that were so interesting. Colleen Wing, Misty Knight. Yeah, exactly. They were I mean, so much more interesting and so much more that I wanted to see uh, what was going the, on with the them. Even the Meachams, the brother and sister that were running around. I loved the fucking sister. Uh, you're going to love season two then. Mm. I, I do mean that wholeheartedly. Um, Good lord. Sorry, my sister-in-law just sent me a fucking text. Basically a fucking letter. Uh, what did... I think they fixed how to write Danny Rand using Defenders and his appearance on Luke Cage Season 2. Um, I think Excuse they also me. took the time to get Finn Jones into some fucking fight courses Well, the problem the is y. that he was in great shape. He had zero fight skills. Uh, they took the time, they got him in there, and that showed... Um, well, was, uh, the thing not is, in but, Defenders, but in Luke Cage. But I mean, uh, even in Luke Cage, like, there was complaints about how the fight scenes went, but with Luke Cage, everything else was so much better, you didn't care that much. Well, and the fight scenes in Luke Cage were going to be a little... Well, I, they, were my, they, were they were different. They were different. Um, Iron Fist should have been more fluid, more... I mean, it's about a um, kung fu master, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. We all watch Daredevil. They know how to do fucking fight scenes. Yeah, they do. We all um, watch Jessica Jones. They know how to do fight scenes. They know how to deal with complex characters. Um, and yet we Iron got Fist. Iron Fist that nobody wanted, but for some reason they insisted on doing season two. I told you, it was two. the Captain America first Avenger of the Netflix. I watched it just so I could get the Defenders. Despite opinions on Defenders. No, here's the thing. Outside of this. I don't like Chris Evans as Captain America. Yes, he deserves Death. that role. Yes, Wrong rabbit hole. Fun. Wrong rabbit hole. But I'm just saying, you know who I fell in love with because of Captain America? Finn Jones. Bucky Barnes. Yeah, I'll give you that one. So I knew he was gonna fucking die. I already, I already did that fucking thing with Captain. Uh, sorry, I did that fucking with thing Captain Iron with Captain Iron Fist. The Captain Iron Fist season one. I fell in love with the female characters that were involved. I didn't fucking fall in love with him. And one of them loses an arm, eventually. Hilarious. Spoilers on. Awesome and hilarious. She loses it. In Defenders, right? 
It's been a while. I don't remember. I believe she loses it in Defenders because she gets the robotic arm in um, Luke Cage Season 2 provided by Danny Rain. Um, Thank you, my dear. Yeah. So now we have multiple people in the Marvel Universe and the Fox Universe, the X-Men Universe. Well, but I mean, that, make, about, that, uh, that makes sense, especially with the surgeon that Strange was before he was actually Strange, is that, you know, you have multiple people working on the problems that superheroes or people involved with superheroes get injury-wise. Well, it so was... So two people with needed, a fucking arm, that makes sense. Much like, you know, he needs to go help Don Cheadle with his spine. Yeah, I don't think Doctor Strange did that. I think that, that was all, that it was, was all Stark no, it was, tech. No, it was teased in Strange where he's listening to cases he might take on. In Metal Suit with Spine Injury. Very beginning of Doctor Strange before he gets into his car accident. Doesn't make sense. It, it, no, because that was Civil War. Okay. Timing-wise, I don't think that's right. I think they were referencing the military, the military trying to make the Iron Man suit. Remember in the second Iron no, Man, they're showing that's the. Your opinion, that's fine. Fair enough. That I will research. No, um, no, I could be completely wrong, but that's I just think the how I know. I I'm I could, remember when I Doctor Strange absolute, came out. Like I said, I could be absolutely wrong, but that's just how I took it. Is one of the cases that his car is telling him about while he's driving. I assumed was Don Cheadle, after you know. Because he spent years him. in Shambhala or whatever that was, right? I don't remember. Doctor Strange, he had to spend years there. He has to be significantly older, and like you know what I mean. Like I'm not, the time he spent. I'm just not 100 percent sure. Okay. But like I said, I'm. But Iron Fist too. Um, I think uh, I think they. I wouldn't say perfected. They have greatly. Uh, I'm so glad that they have the defenders improved. and a fucking three rooms of other writers to fucking help them with that. Well, I was gonna say the fight scenes are really fucking good, Deb. You and I were at excellent panels for a gentleman that choreographed fight scenes. I was not, actually. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. This was... Oh, you're right. I that wasn't was, that, that, that was me and Liz. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. At the Luke Cage one? And he had, like I said, and he would stopped working for them, which maybe was one of the reasons why their fight scene suffered. But still, Luke Cage was so good. Fight scenes I know, were, but we're... Uh, you know what the fun part is? We're talking about Iron Fist. Yes, I know. We're going to get I know to you're that. doing a compare and contrast, but it's like, they've greatly improved... The fight scenes, they're not sharp, shot, shart. They're not shot. They're not shart on. They're, well, they're not. They are, they're not shot at a distance in the dark the way they were in the first season. You have a lot of close-ups with uh, Davros. Yes. Davros, because the other guy's from Doctor Who. Um, That's Davros. Do you not remember what we fell in love with, with Daredevil, though? Everything? The hallway scene. Yeah. I different showrunners. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm on so that glad time. they can do close ups. We don't have to fucking pay attention for any physicality. Well, he has now included some kind of weird ninja mask on the front of his face so that you can never ultimately can never quite tell when it's him or the stunt guy. Um, which is fine. We totally get that. Because he's not going to be able to do everything. I mean, uh, well, also he's not going to be able to do everything. Also, insurance. Also, stunt people need work. Yeah, but they do. Um, I believe on the f- first episode, I want to say they do uh, a close-up fight scene with him and the guy that plays. I'm going to call him the Steel Serpent, um, which is Davros. We're not going to call him the Iron Serpent. No, because that's not his name. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to see like the Iron Giant basically as a serpent. I'd yeah. watch the fuck out of that. Exactly. So with um, fucking odd. But he... it's it's he's the steel serpent in terms of Iron Fist lore. Um, they do a they have a great uh, close up fight scene that uh, was really fun. Well, um, I want to put something else out there for you. The okay. Iron Fist season two has been out for what about five? three days? I was going to say five. Yeah, whatever. Like I said, about five days now. It's still not getting good recommendations and reviews from regular uh, viewers and people that love most of the Netflix. I think people are just going, it's better. It's acceptable. It's not good. Well, I haven't read the reviews. I'm still watching it. Read them. Huh? Read them. No, I don't want it. I don't want the season tainted. I I meant after you're done. Oh, yeah. No, I meant after you're Uh, done. But so far, I'm really liking it. And I like that the two and, well three antagonists that I've met so far one of which is just a group that I can talk about because you know who the triads are um, or the you know Japanese triad well, the funny thing is when you say they the triads of, I immediately go to Arrow season one when they had that phenomenal female triads character with the platinum blonde wig here's the problem oh, though, is that yeah like I said it's been out she for was, oh what the fuck was that character's name yeah 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 like I said She's it's been out for days and Admittedly, with a lot of the other Marvel Netflix, they don't have to push, they don't have to uh, advertise, they get good word of mouth. This is not fucking happening. Do you know the percentage, like, on that off the top of your head? I mean, just, I'm just wondering. No, I'd have to think about it, but it's just like, they didn't have to advertise Luke Cage in the fucking slightest, and it was a giant well, fucking hit. They didn't have to advertise Jessica Jones season two, and people loved it. And yet, now we have Iron Fist season two, and I didn't fucking know it was coming out until Jarl's told me... And I don't want to fucking Well, watch I it. have an app that keeps me up to date on this stuff, so yes, I knew, it. I knew t- it was coming. Yeah, it's an app. It's oh, not Oh, next people. week is BoJack Horseman, just I so you know. I fucking know. And Big Mouth is soon, too. October. Like I said, I've updated fucking Eric, so both and I will watch those together. Next which, month, by we're, the gonna way, have, next month we're gonna have a whole lot to fucking talk about because we're gonna have. Okay, that's I, when all the w, uh, CW shit comes. Here's back. the thing, though. BoJack season one was it good? Yes, it was excellent. But the seasons following that were much better. Is Iron Fist going to do that? I don't fucking trust them. I think so. I think that the second season is already better than well, the first. season four is basically so hard it almost makes me cry, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, I think the second season of Iron Fist is already better than the first, and I'm only, like I said, like three or they four episodes in. They good characters, and they did not utilize them. They are utilizing them. I'm telling you. Um, Misty Knight hasn't popped up yet, but I know she's going to be the new, like, um, they probably need, through person. No, they just need more time. But I think the time that they've allotted between seasons has paid off. So, I will say that. Also, I think the two interest well, one interesting choice, and the second is kind of a, kind of a, I wouldn't say paint by numbers, but you see it coming by the end of the first season, which is that the Steel Serpent is obviously going to be kind of the equal to Iron Fist in terms of martial arts. Yeah. And you do get into more of um, their time together in Kunlun, Kunlun, whatever. Um, well, I think it's almost a Batman Rachel Gould thing. Um, I no, like one hmm. one villain. Ob- no, sorry, I should say one character obviously has more power, but the other one thinks more and has more humanity and more sentimentality to try and put him down. I. I know where you're going, and I can't build on it, unfortunately. Okay. Um, 
I, I know what you're trying to get to, and I'm trying to think of a better... Well, no, your example was bad, but I'm trying to get to a, a more no, it's, accurate it's, no, example. It's, it's the good guy, bad guy thing. It's it, the, it's the very bad much, guy it's is the, so the much head, more the powerful. The heads and tails, they're, they're two sides of the same coin, and just one of them... Well, the head's obviously more important. <laughs> I like tails. Um, yeah. I like Doug looks Butt guy. Ass. Okay. Um, nothing wrong with butts. Um, Didn't realize they, you like a licking ass. Can't be no bulldog in the ass, but that's a whole nother reference. Um, I will say a very interesting antagonist choice. You have a daredevil villain in this season that I, and admittedly, I tend, you know me, I, I tend to stay away from spoilers. I don't Come watch on, trailers. I just remember two things we should talk about. So continue. Um, Mary Walker's in this season of Iron Fist, and if you don't know that name off the top of your head, I guarantee you, you know her nom de guerre, which is Typhoid Mary. I only, know, is, I only know her in real life and history. Okay. Typhoid, I'll, then I'll explain. Very short, encapsulated version of this. Typhoid Mary is an assassin who is known to be, like, imperceptible to other, like, you know, she gets close to her targets. That's why Typhoid Mary was put in, you know, well, quarantine she just pulls, her entire she just pulls fucking the life. She basically poisoned New York. Um, she's an assassin... Um, who is known to be able to get close to her targets without them even realizing it. Um, she is a woman who has multiple personalities, one of them being Typhoid Mary, and then there's Mary Walker, and I think there's a third one that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but each personality has their own, like, biological readings, I guess you could say. Well, that's and basically something from Heroes. Mm, sure you work. Well, Allie Laud. Allie Larder. Yeah, she was in the first season of Heroes. She thought she was one thing, but she's really like five things. Yeah, well, and then she's part of triplets, which gets even worse. Um, okay, in it's that a, no, it's the same fucking problem where she doesn't realize what her other personality's doing, but it's still fucking her. Yes, but in Typhoid Mary's case or Mary Walker's case, however you want to look at it, and 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 when I say this, it's in context of Daredevil, the character. Um, Typhoid Mary and Mary Walker have, like, different heartbeats. Like, for whatever reason, like... No, I absolutely what, get like, that, but Daredevil, still Daredevil the falls in love. Matt Murdock, hold on. Matt Murdock falls in love with Mary Walker... But Typhoid Mary and is a fights, killer. And fights Typhoid Mary and doesn't realize they're the same person. We realize person. it's Batman Catwoman. Yes, I know, it's not Batman yeah, not Catwoman, exactly, but, I, but I, it's I kind of Batman Catwoman. They are very... Yes. I would say that kind of... No, it's the dynamic. Yes. It's that I love you, but there's so much but it's, else going on. It's weird on. seeing her in Iron Fist. It's weird seeing her in Iron Fist because it I associate her. I don't think it's stupid. I think they're pulling. I mean, I think it's in New York, and I think that, you know, in terms of like the New York superheroes, the ground level ones that we've been introduced to with the Netflix stuff. I recently had to explain to a friend what the original Daredevil series, Battle of New York, was referencing the Avengers 1. Yeah, the incident. Is what they call it. But like I said, I had to explain that to someone. Why? I'm not into comics like we are. Well, that's fine. Um, it makes sense. But to see Typhoid Mary, I think is an interesting choice. I don't know where it's going. I mean, I, I know you can obviously figure out it. She's going to go Typhoid on him eventually. Um, and so you've makes, seen, and you've seen when you say that, it makes me think she's going to give him herpes. She's going to go Typhoid on him eventually. I believe one of her powers might be psych- uh, pyrokinesis, if I recall right. 
Um, so she's phenomenally she's so underdeveloped, and they're overutilizing a character that they should be utilizing later. I disagree with all of that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't think that she's an underdeveloped character. I think in the comics, they've... For Iron Fist. I think it's a nice curveball to pull in a villain who's not an Iron Fist villain, who's not a Kung Fu villain, but or a martial arts villain. But don't watch everything, don't know that. Yes, which I think works to their advantage. Um, I think there's a new interesting wrinkle to Iron Fist. Would I prefer to see her in Daredevil and have kind of that typhoid Mary, Mary Walker thing happen? Yes, absolutely. Which will probably will if you know. Well, next season I think it's going to be. If Iron Fist doesn't fucking kill her. I think next season's going to be Return of Kingpin. Which, frankly, considering the actor, absolutely. But I mean, do yeah, I but still, still one just want it? But it's one of those things. But, but I still, still one of your lines. It's a little lazy. To it's keep incredibly coming back to the same lazy, villain. but would I still just love to see Iron Fist and Elektra interact forever, especially considering how Daredevil? They... Yes. You mean Daredevil. You said yes. Iron Fist. Well, I'm You mean Daredevil sorry. and Elektra. Yes. Okay. Like I said, I would always just love to see Daredevil and You Electra. mean bang on a boxing mat? No, I'd like oh. to see them interact. And here's the thing. The problem is Because she's still floating around, right? She survived Defenders, right? We don't, we don't know. Well, we don't know Daredevil. Oh, yeah, we do know Daredevil did. Because it goes into the Born Again story. But it's Woo! just one of those things where it's like... Doug just got a Frank Miller shiver up his spine. She, she was a really good character that, frankly, I would love to see Punisher and fucking Elektra interact. They, I think they might have. No, but I mean, just like, I would love to see a half season with them fighting. Interesting. Well, we'll see. Well, no, because they have completely different ethics. I would like to see... If they did Defenders 2, or De- mm. Defenders 2nd season, I'd like to see it not be Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Which and it should Jessica be, because Jones. we all know Defenders. It's not always those I'd characters. like to see kind of like, I'd like to see maybe Punisher, Elektra, Culling Wing, and maybe Misty Knight, or... It's just one of those where I think that Iron Fist 2 was lazy. No. I disagree with you. I think they put a lot of effort... I think renewing it was super fucking lazy, and they worked off yes, their asses that, uh, to make it less fucking lazy. I think that they knew that they needed to course correct. I think that... They did a lot of they knew that they were, but they, people they, still they fucking hate it. I think that they had besmirched the brand. There was the first... The first real... I mean, Iron Fist season one was still... Iron Fist was a fucking disgrace. It was the first misstep. I'm a little less critical. It, it was wasn't first, a misstep. It wasn't easy and oddly done. It was bad. But it was the first misstep from the Marvel brand. And yet Punisher was excellent. That was. Would I rather have Punisher than Iron Fist 2? I would much well, rather have you, Punisher you, 3, 4, 5, and 6. I, God, who would the villain be for Punisher 6? Obviously Colin Farrell. I'm sorry. Bullseye. I, I wasn't. Sorry. I need a bloody costume. That's one of the two things. You? I wanted, no, no. That's one Me? of the two things. I'm magic. I wanted to talk to you about. I seduced a girl with that line. So it was actually teased that Jason Statham would be Bullseye in the Marvel Netflix, and he talked a lot of shit and did not get hired. It's unfortunate. Would I love I, to see him doing that? Yes. Absolutely. But he's in a different place in his life, and maybe he shouldn't have talked that much shit. Well, I can see him talking that much shit before the Meg, 
but not after. <laughs> it was before the Meg. I, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. But like, like I said, before the Meg epic it's fails. It's just one of those things where you and I both, as employees of companies, we talk a lot of shit. We don't talk that kind of shit. You we talk- would say, I don't want to speak about that right now. Maybe we can talk about it later. He did not. Fair enough. I did Um, want to talk to you about one other thing. Yes. There has been a very interesting news article floating around for a while about Shane Black. Interesting. And Olivia Mund. Mund. Are we not going to talk about it at all? I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing. Would you like to Google up what Shane Black movie is coming out soon? The Predator. I'm excited for it. Except for Shane Black did something fucking awful. Oh, no. He hired a longtime friend of his to be one of the character slash actress in the movie uh-huh. except for that friend had been fucking convicted of child molestation oh. and Olivia Mund insisted that they cut that scene out of the movie which they did wait they cut the scene with his friend in it out yes okay however well. Shane Black did not acknowledge that until after she threw the fucking fit and it was cut was and it cut because of that yes oh Oh, I didn't read the article. He tried to start an online sexual fucking relationship with a 14-year-old distant relative. No, I'm not going to fucking name his name, but that's what fucking happened. And he was convicted of that, and Shane Black still hired him as an actor on this fucking movie. Shane was Black it Roman has claimed, Shane Black has claimed he didn't know that until afterwards, but he has not handled it that way. Okay, well, I, I, I can't speak to that. I'm going to make a note that says Predator, Predator. I'm sorry, what, what are your feelings on this? Well, Deb, as you know, I can divorce artists from art, but admittedly, I wouldn't He's hire... He's a child molester. Yeah, I wouldn't have put him in a movie or, you know, talked hired to him Hired him ever. for three movies like Shane Black did? Do we know the actor? I can tell you the name, but I don't feel good saying that. Okay, well, we can't really beep anything. Well, we could, but I'm not going to. Like I said, I can send you the fucking article afterwards. Um, is it a known actor? No, God, fucking no. It's a fucking nobody. Yeah, I... Shane Black thought he was hiring him because he needed the work, because he didn't tell Shane Black the truth about his conviction. Well, then, okay, Shane Black can claim ignorance. Yeah, he did. Four days after this was a problem. Well, yeah, but are you going to ask someone if you're a child molester? That's like, not the point. The point is, the when an actress of his came out and said she didn't feel comfortable with now, that scene in the movie. Now, is this on set? Like, this is... She brought this up while filming? She brought this up while they were promoting the movie and didn't want to do promotion anymore because he was still in the movie. So, okay, hold on. So, let me let me just... No, no, no. This did not happen on the set. Okay. Well, no, no I know he didn't do anything to kids on the set. Okay. No, no, she did not bring this up on the set. That's what I'm asking. So but that, however, like I said, when the studio was and I'm not insisting, defending. the studio was insisting that she be involved with well, the promotion. Of and with this scene being involved in the movie, she had a huge problem with it, much like you or I did. And she actually had to fight with them about it. Well, okay, I'm and not... And she's kind of being punished for it, actually. Okay, I don't agree with that at all. Um, and I'm not... I'm not hundred percent defending Shane Black. I'm just trying to child molester. Right. So basically, this guy didn't tell Shane Black 
why he wasn't working, which admittedly is he should not be working. He didn't apologize to her for calling him out, and he waited too long. Well, in the current state, I can see being very twitchy about how to react. Child molester. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Um, So you're going to see Predator? No, I fucking wouldn't. It doesn't look well-made, and it doesn't look interesting. Also, fuck no. And do I respect Olivia Mund? No, I don't. I think she's a fucking dumbass who lied a lot during her career. But this was something she absolutely should have taken a stand on. Also, you still haven't said her last name, right? Mund. It's Mun. Excuse me. Mund. No, there's no D. There's... Yeah, I know, it's Mun. But still, like I said, that's just how my brain says it. I'm gonna see it. It's Predator No, and I don't have a problem with that. And yes, they did fucking cut that scene out. But it took too long. And there's a reason that it didn't get cut out until she fucking made it public. Oh, they cut it post... Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't say that. I just assumed the scene was cut because it's time allotted or whatever. No, they didn't cut it till she made it public. Oh, well, see, okay, you weren't clear about that. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I need to make a scene public before a child molester isn't allowed in a movie. Yeah, but if they don't know he's a child molester, then how... Okay, okay. I'm saying Shane Black could probably claim ignorance being based on just how you're describing it to me. I can claim ignorance. I'm not defending Shane Black, and I'm not defending child monsters. I want that on record. Um, She's essentially basically gotten ridiculed by her male co-workers and by the male industry by making this complaint. Well, that's wrong. I mean, 100%. I'm still going to say that Deborah's turning over the table. Deb has two swords. One is made of fire, one is made of ice, and I'm a little worried about my life right now. Oh, please. They have uh, uh, knuckle murder. guards. If I was going to murder they, you, it they wouldn't be here. They have spiked knuckle guards. If I was going to murder you, it wouldn't They're be here. They're shaped like trench knives. Uh, I'm a little worried, folks. Um, well, then, let's... Mistakes I made this week. Oh, we're... Okay. Um, I'm sorry, do you have something else to talk about? we got a ton of stuff to talk about, but... Something else you want to talk about? Oh, wait, um, I will tease, I will tease, because I'm not 100% through it, uh, not even close to 10% through it. Um, I will tease that uh, Insomniac Studios, Sony's Marvel Spider-Man popped on PlayStation 4. Oh, I forgot, I'm sorry. I, I haven't gotten 100% into it. I'm still starting to unlock side missions, which, Deb, you know, is my weakness. Um, we yeah, will talk about it later, but I, I am an achievement hunter. I, I, uh, I, yeah, I would, uh, hunt down the achievement wagon if that was the case. Oh, because it was panty, oh, it was panty chaser, not panty hunter. I like panty hunter better. They hunt panties. That oh, sounds yes. super fucking rapey. Maybe it's the next Shane Black movie? If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh.
Yeah.